Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official JoJo Desire Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohiko Araki. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Wes Whopper. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Oh, that's a Brooks ball. Hello. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I'm going to ask out of... Do you need to? At a custom. Okay, but, sure. Uh, what do you think of these episodes? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. I I felt like a lot of pressure because a lot of people have been messaging us like, hey, really looking forward to this week's <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it might not be good, but the episode was. The episode was very good and I liked it. Um, we're talking about Darby the the younger, the, or Darby the player. The player. Which is a bad translation, because it should be Darby the Gamer. Yeah, because Darby... Darby's never fucked. If you think well, about it, gamers and players are pretty much polar opposites. Gamers do only love you when they're gaming, but <laughs> he did tell a story about he had a girlfriend when he was 15. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, he what? did also say that. It was a good joke. But she she could have been, like, fake or, like, an anime or something. So. Yeah, it could have been a body pillow. Yeah. Um, or, like... Uh, Hatsune, Ma- uh, Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku, yeah. Um, how how's this one start? Um, so the they're in Dio's house. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they, they go into Dio's house. It's just like Dragonstone. The doors just open and nobody's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the floaty butler shows up and Polnareff immediately tries to kill him. He's, so there, yeah. Uh, Darby the gamer like flies. This isn't explained. Like, he could just hover, That's apparently. a good point! That's not really his... I mean, maybe it's another secret stand power he has. Yeah. Um, but he, like, hovers towards them, and Polnareff says... First he says, what the hell, there's no way that guy can be human. And then he yeah. says, I'll I'll kill him. Immediately. <laughs> and then the butler throws, like, a cool gambit card at him, and I guess stops Silver Chariot because of it. It's good. Remember, Silver Chariot could cut, like, coins and fire, but a gambit card is, is too much. He says, that's too cool. Yeah. Indeed, and he, and he just ignores it. Right. Also... Uh, and we find out... I, I, uh-huh. It just, he's... Darby the Younger is here, and he's... he. The first thing he wants to get right right off the table is... I'm... I don't, I'm don't hold any grudges for you killing my brother. I'm not here to avenge him. No grudges here. I'm not mad. I'm yeah, my so own guy. The other Come guy was, I think, Daniel Darby. And this guy is Terrence T. Darby. Oh, okay. Which, um, you know how, Sp- uh, if you have Spotify, it does, like, here's, like, your weekly, like, here's what we recommend for you. Like, sure. new artist based on what you listen to. And fucking Terrence Darby was on there for me. How was it? And I was, I didn't listen because I was scared. <laughs> because I didn't like that it showed up this Yeah, week. I didn't want to get sucked but, into Spotify. It, but apparently that is some, like, 80s musician guy, so. I believe it. I still think they're named after Arby's, but okay. Yeah, it would be, it'd be good. Beef brisket, the younger. <laughs> Big Buford. <laughs> uh, oh, he also explains that uh, uh, Darby, the the gambler, is ten years older. So this Darby is a millennial. That's true. <laughs> so he's yeah, like, I don't care about. There's a new Darby in town. He's like, I don't care about things like my brother does, like uh, job security and houses. Which is what weird I care about is video games. You would think he would be. He would, you would think that he would be like aware of Kakyoin's secret attack because he loves his fidget, his fidget spinners so much. Mm-hmm. But he was hoisted no. by his own millennial petard, as it were. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, sh- he should have known. Uh, well, he he lives in like Dio's basement all day, so he doesn't know the new trends. Dude, I would love to live in Dio's basement. <laughs> it would be pretty cool. Yeah, especially if it was like cool gaming world. Yeah. Hey, that's the real um, man cave, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week on House Hunters, <laughs> Darby the Younger is looking for an ancient vampire's mansion, which he can convert into a gamer zone. I mean, he has a budget of zero dollars. I need a an open concept living area in which I can dispose of all of my human corpses. <laughs> all of my human screw corpses. them about. And disgusting half- monster dog men that sit on my lap can i have a half human door half dog door for my monstrous pet also we need very high ceilings so my falcon can fly around yeah my eternal falcon who will never die (laughs) um 
So yeah, then can I bring something up? Um, this is like the first you I I said we're doing two episodes because they're both just called like Darby the Gamer one and two, and usually uh the plot is resolved. Yeah, dude, it fucking sucks only doing two a week. I I forgot that at at this point on like all the remaining plots like blur together kind of. So yeah. we're two we're, we're two episodes in and we still don't know what Darby's stand does. <laughs> Like it says, it's it's takes souls like his brothers does, but also it does something else. But we don't know what it is. Yeah, he kind of mentions that like, oh, there could be other two, like two or three other stands helping me do all this shit. It's not important. Do you have any idea what it could possibly be? Fuck no, I forgot okay. about that part of it. Okay, because as as I was watching, like knowing what it was, there are like it makes sense when it's revealed. Does it suck the power out of cars? No. Oh, okay. Out of machines, as Joseph calls them. <laughs> What's that metal horse? <laughs> so, um, yeah, this Dar- this Darby, he's like, uh, like my brother, I like to gamble, but I'm very bad at it. And I bet that Jotaro will sw- swing at me with his left uh, fist. But then Jotaro swings with his right fist and he dodges it very easily. Yeah, He's a brain genius. He's a brain genius. And then uh, Darby's stand comes out and his name is Adam. Um, and it's a cool looking stand. It's a cool looking stand. It's like it's a little metallic for my taste, but like Death Thirteen was kind of metallic. It's still pretty good, and like Cameo was good. It has hearts all over it. Yeah, he's kind of got. And, he's kind of got like kind of a Care Bear vibe, and he has like steam vents on the side of his head, but it's not like steampunky. So it's good. right. He's like just he's not vaping. wearing a top hat. <laughs> Atom vapes. Atom vapes. So then he says after he dodges Jotaro and Star Platinum's right hand punch. He says, now I will take you to an amazing world, which is just a hole. It's a hole in Dio's house, but it's where his video games are. Yeah, it's just the fucking hidden staircase down to his cool basement. And then they pretty much just, um, uh, this is a call-out post for the Adventure Zone, because they just stole the scene from here. Yeah, they, yeah, so, like, <laughs> Joseph and Avdol are like, oh no, Kravitz is in there, we gotta get him. Mm-hmm. And they all reach in and grab uh, Jotaro, who gets pulled in the hole, and they get pulled in too. And right. Darby's like, you guys can come. Yeah, and then uh, and then Taco turns back to Magnus and says, "If I, if I'm not back in ten minutes, set the mansion on fire." Yeah, so I'd like to once again me- mention that this. So Joseph gets pulled into the hole, and uh-huh. he tells Avdol and Iggy and Polnareff, "If we're not back in ten minutes, set the mansion on fire." Uh-huh. These are two episodes, <laughs> two full length episodes. It's a quick game, baby. It's only nine innings of baseball. <laughs> Well, they they only played one inning, uh-huh. but they did do a whole Death Trap F-Zero race with a cannon and everything. Yeah. So. It's like impossible. In, it, it's like Inception. It goes slower when you're in the lair. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, uh, I, I, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, when the, as, as the plot was unfolding, we saw the credits, like, appearing on the screen as yes. the regular show was just going, because there's just so much to cram and we don't even get the opening song. Yeah. Also, time slows down when you're with the person you love, and Kakyoin's back for Jotaro, so time is slower. Yeah. Also, uh, just gonna bring this up. Another reason these episodes might have been so good is because Polnareff wasn't in it. Not a Polnareff or a dog to be had. Yeah. Well, you, well, now you know in the next one it's gonna be pretty. Polnareff yeah, it's heavy. gonna be. They're all gonna. They're gonna be in the game world, and they're gonna be like, "Ew, what's that smell?" And then it's gonna go take out, go go back to Dio's house, and Iggy's gonna be blasting farts into the hole, and it's gonna be. That's really how. Funny. That's how they like stoke the flames when they set the dimension on fire. Uh huh. Is Iggy farts, and then uh, Magician's Red shoots flames, and it makes it bigger. <laughs> Dude, that would be really funny. <laughs> I'm so not gonna lie. Uh, oh, did you did you happen to catch the title of the next episode? Uh, it's like the miasma of the void or something. The miasma of the void, cool ice. Yeah, so Mr. Cool Ice is going to show up is what I, from what it's, I understand. Somehow, it's better than Mr. Cool Ice. I... Because, th- because because that's a Crunchyroll changed name. Oh, okay. <laughs> so do you have any um, guesses of an 80s to 90s musician? My guess was going to be Andre 3000 from Hey Ya. Because what's cooler not... than being cool? Ice cold. It's, uh, that, that was a little bit late for this. Is it fucking Vanilla Ice? It's Vanilla Ice. Good. <laughs> it's so good. Great. I, like, I think it's funnier that it's Vanilla Ice because that's a, like, funny man to be named after. Yeah. But Cool Ice is extremely good, too. Yeah. 
the so the power of his stand is to steal the underlying track of any famous man's song. <laughs> it has nothing to do with freezing or ice or cold. <laughs> at well, yeah, all. I'm not joking. I mean, Petshoff. Yeah. Yeah, true, he had it. They swapped stands at birth. Uh-huh. It was weird. Um, so they're on a beach now. They're on a beach. It's a weird, like, Death 13 kind of world. They're on, like, a little island with, like, gaming set up with, like, lots of monitors. And they have the bad, like, prototype PS3 controls that was, like, like a, a boomerang. Yeah, it is. And so they're all there. And then there's, like, a cabinet. Oh, and d- this Darby, he doesn't say... Well, he does say good, though, because his brother says it. But he also says, exactly. Yeah, he likes to say exactly. And I like That's for it. him to say exactly. I like when he says it. I, I like how, um, he, well, he's Dio's butler or whatever. So everything he says is very like, yes, I am here to do this. And I'll tell you this. And uh-huh. K- Kakyoin hates him. Yeah. I do <laughs> like, I'm I'm a big fan of this to RV, I gotta say. Because uh-huh. the first thing when they show up on the beach, like, Jotaro's like, how did he know that I was going to throw a right-hand punch? And meanwhile, Darby's just like, hey, do you want to come have a drink? The drink is real, and it's not poison. Yeah, and it's a bottle of wine that just says wine. Uh-huh. So you know what it is. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He just loves to game. That needlessly polite attitude, this man gets on my nerves. <laughs> That's what Kakyang says with his glasses on. Yeah. Anyways, what's in that cabinet? Oh, so he opens his fun cabinet, and there's like all these weird, creepy dolls in it. And he explains that his stand, like his brother's, takes people's souls, but he's the artistic brother. So he makes dolls and puts the souls into them. It is a bad scene to watch. It's very, like, creepy doll. Like, <laughs> They, like, start screaming about being lonely and shit. And he's like, this doll was, like, a beautiful woman. And this doll was a game developer with an IQ yeah. of 190. It's His very, was very hard to take. So here, admitting he defeat dr- makes your soul's energy drop to almost zero, so that you can you can get the doll suck. Yeah. So same uh, same concept as I'd be so mad if like one of my siblings were like my stand lets me steal souls. I'd be like, oh fuck! Like I don't want this. <laughs> can I get a reroll? Can yeah. I? Yeah. Um. So yeah, what happens? Uh. Oh yeah. They do a good job in this episode because they do. the whole time <laughs> of the the thing where they're just like, why don't we just kill you? Right. Like they for any episode that there's like, uh, you can't just have a fight. There has to be some reason they can't just kill the guy. And he's like, oh, uh, when my stand, when I guessed your uh, star platinum would punch, I attach my stand's arm to your stand's arm. And then we see it and it's like weighing Jotaro's hand down. And so- he's like, if you kill me. It'll be bad. It's still... Okay, so... The implication is that if if they were to kill Darby the Younger, the last thing that it would do would be to break Jotaro's right arm. I guess, or, like, damage it in some way. I mean, it could probably, like, rip it off. Okay, I mean, that's bad. And, like, you wouldn't Mm want to be down an arm to fight Dio, but... I don't know. It's something to consider still. Yeah. It's the suffering game, baby. It makes more sense later why they can't kill him. Right, yeah, they're, yeah, it works. But yeah, Um, Adam's arm is attached to his soul or whatever. mm -hmm. And then he goes Uh, over to the shitty PS3 Dreamcast and says that he'll only let go if he admits absolute defeat. Yeah. Uh, So he has, like, he's like, I don't want to face Jotaro first, because he has reasons or whatever. And then Kakyoin's like, I'll play the game first. He says, I have experience with video games myself. I love Kakyoin so much. He's and he's so cool Kakyoin. He's cool Kakyoin. He does take off his glasses to play uh, right. video games, so he can see the screen better. Also, like, Darby is like, Kakyoin will go first because he has no relation to Jotaro, which I, I guess he doesn't count marriage. But yeah. that was kind of I, interesting. I guess not. And here's... I mean. Okay, so in my notes, there's a shot of the, the video game cartridges, and this is the first time where I say, there's a game that's called Oh, That's a Baseball. There is definitely a game and it is called Oh, That's a Baseball. <laughs> it's very good. But we don't play uh, Oh, That's a Baseball yet. We play F-Mega. Right. Oh, I also, uh, this Darby, he's like, oh, I prepared for this. I already made a Kakyoin doll for when I win. I do hate to see that one. And it looks terrible. It's a nightmare doll. And it, the saddest thing about it mm-hmm. is that he had he didn't even make, like... He, before he was like, this guy's a murderer, so I made him a stethoscope and stuff, and he was a doctor. 
But like he didn't even give Kakyoin doll cool glasses. Well, he he wouldn't know. That's a new update. Like that was only from a couple episodes ago. So you think that if if Kakyoin was stuck in the doll forever that he would probably eventually give him the glasses? He would make him glasses eventually, but yeah, just for him, not even for Kakyoin, just for like, oh fuck, you look so much cooler. Hey, since, since this video games, this this doll is in beta. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it needs to be tested before you know. So, uh, yeah, they play F Mega, right? And these like fake Super Famicom games have the sickest graphics that anyone's ever seen. They're really good. They're really good, and like the most in depth, like interactive. It's games, which is funny because <laughs> like the title screens are still like you know sixteen bit, like, mm-hmm. but it's. It's much like bad movie Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle in that way, mm-hmm. where, like, the screen is very much like it's beeps and middies and it's, you know, 8-bit shit, but then you go in and it's The Rock and it's it's a, a funny Jack Black doing uh, funny jokes about teenage girls and selfies and Snapchat. And both are good. Both are good. Uh, this is F-Zero. We gotta talk about these games, announcers. <laughs> I'm still thinking about those games. <laughs> so uh it does it's it does the like old like sega voice thing where it sounds like it's kind of underwater yes and through some filter but it's like Earth mega. Uh-huh. but then also select your car yes. it was who, it was whoever did the voiceover for darby the elder was also voicing these games yes and he's like he's just like phonetically trying but he's not yeah mr joster He's doing his best. It's pr- and this is so. The, I was already very on board. Like I'm, I'm a ba- anybody who knows Brooks knows that he loves to game. He loves to he loves to be a gamer. So I was already on board with this episode. But the first thing that we see uh, Darby stand actually do is start <laughs> to charge a starting dash when they're at this fucking starting line, like pressing so they, A repeatedly. They pick yeah. So they pick their cars. I, it doesn't really matter what cars they pick but kakyoin picks one and then darby's like i picked number 15 because my birthday is january 5th it's very nice <laughs> so they they do that and they're at the starting line and then Darby's stand comes behind him and is like over his shoulder and he's just mashing the a button so he can get a boost at the start of the game <laughs> it's really this show really i think one of the genuine strengths of it is that it keeps surprising me with what they make stands do <laughs> oh, you mean, like, play Super Nintendo? Yeah, because, like, even when I was like, okay, it's like, probably the boat is the stand. Like, okay, that's cool and interesting. But, like, still, like, fucking months later, I'm still like, yeah, like, yeah, what if it mashed A really hard? But, and then and then Kakyo notices. He's like, oh, no, he's going for a boost dash. Uh, I have no chance. So he doesn't even try. We but also... also uh, the one thing... Uh-huh. With that uh we have to mention before they before Kakuin like wagers his soul, um Joseph does use Hermit Purple to check the console for a game shark, which is very good. Yeah, he does. He's like, there's no tricks or hacks <laughs> or cheats or anything. It's very good. It Don't rules. worry about it. Um like I if Stan to be honest, if stands were real, I would just use mine to cheat at pro gaming. Oh yeah, I would just be no scoping people constantly. Yeah, I'd, I'd be on like an Overwatch team, and everyone'd be like, "Wow, his skill is impeccable," but there's actually just like a shitty ghost behind me playing. Uh-huh. It for me. <laughs> yeah, I would just be on full headset duty, just like when I was in middle school, just being like, "Are you having problem?" To everybody, and it'd be really funny. <laughs> Why were you Russian? Because that's how I pronounce the funny like oh the funny coaxed into a snafu meme. Are you having botherations? <laughs> Are you Vex, comrade? Y'all, you know, it'd be a really uh, sick thing that would, like, a scandal in the gaming world. It's just like, wow, this Overwatch team is, like, so awesome. But then another team goes up against them, and the the two guys that have Stan see each other. Oh, yeah. That would rule. I thought what you were going to say, because you were just doing that Russian riff, I thought Mm -hmm. you were going to be like, you know, it would be a scandal if, like... If, like, it was Vladimir Putin and, like, Donald Trump and they were on the same team and they they did a funny kiss. <laughs> that would be so funny. You, that, hey, reminds me. Uh, follow, follow my uh, train of thought here. You posted a thing on Snapchat yesterday of doing the Irish drinking song game. Yes, I did. Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, been, watching, been watching Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, recently... It's some some challenging stuff in there. So you were watching some of the classic sort of some classic like two thousand era. Line. Yeah, 
a lot, just like a lot of racism. Yeah, kind of a lot of racism and, and, and kind of improv and, and who's lying. Anytime they have to put on the funny hat game, someone's going to be racist. Yeah. Um, that's why accents are bad to to do when you are being white and a comedian. Also, uh, I, I think a lot of people will say one of the funniest things ever on Who's Line was the time Richard Simmons was on. Uh-huh. Was there, a, that, was there a lot of funny gay? It, it, it is literally like a funny gay for five minutes. Great. Have you seen it? I, you know, I watched it when I was in high school, so it's, I was probably like, the game when, <laughs> nice. When it was like two guys are acting out, and then the other two people are like the props for the scene. And they're like, oh, no, this condom factory is producing <laughs> things too fast. And we got it. Was like, My hands I, are full. Where else could I put it? They were at like, uh, I think it was like an island resort or something. And they were like, let's go on yeah, the Jen Island. And then it looked the way he was he was using the, the way the camera was he was using Richard Simmons as a jet ski and it looked like he was giving him a funny blowjob. Oh, okay, like a funny Avdol and old man Joseph blowjob. Yeah, but on the contra- on the contrary, I saw one the same game the other day, and it was just like t- a couple like waking up in the morning and getting ready for work, and then Colin was like, "I'm gonna look in the mirror and see how I look," and then Wayne was like the mirror and he pretended to have a shiny bald head and it was funny. No, um, that's good. And then, Kim, you might remember this. We're talking about whose line. Hey, Kim. They're like, okay, I'm going to have breakfast. And and then Colin's like, I'll go make the toast. And then one person pops out of the toaster. And then Ryan's like, I'll go get mine. And then Wayne pops out of the toaster. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and Ryan says, oh. <laughs> and everyone laughs hard. And he says, that's just how I like it. So just kind of like a funny skin color joke. <laughs> yeah. But everyone laughed very hard. And then did they do... And then you turn on the new Who's line, and they did the funny game where the camera's straight up in the air, and they're on the ground, but they pretend that they're walking around normally, and that's a good game, and I like it. Can I tell you, I don't want to watch the new, because a lot of the jokes have not aged. They talk about Bill Clinton like 25 times an episode. So he's a very so funny president. He's the one of the funniest presidents. So I'm worried, I'm worried, like, I'll watch this one, and they'll be like, anyone have Facebook? Yeah. And also, I always thought that those people kind of looked old, but they look old. They look very old And I now. can't watch old people do improv. I I will die if I watch 30 more seconds of it in my entire life. Anyway, want to talk about this episode? Um, anybody over the age of 30 who is doing improv um, should be reassigned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so these two are playing F-Mega. So they're playing F-Mega. This game seems to have no rules. It's... You know, it's called F-Zero because there's zero rules. Yes, F the rules. Exactly. It's like they have, like, pointy wheel cars and they're driving next to each other and Kakuin makes his car do a fidget spinner. You want to take this part? I mean, that's pretty much it. Hierophant Green <laughs> clicks the controls in a funny circle and then it's, it starts to spin like a the fidget spinner and then spins Darby out and he's like, oh, you played this game before, huh? And then Kakuin says, I don't have to answer that, which is the thing that he said earlier and it's very good and I love... Let's hear it for the boy. He's good. Let's hear it for the boy. He's great. Um, so as they're building, I think Kakyoin, like, falls behind at some point. Yeah, he's a little bit behind. And then we get his, like, inner monologue yeah. of all, like, the, the personal growth he's had on this journey. And he's like, I need to, like, I, I think Darby says something like, as soon as you show fear, like, my yeah. sand will take you or whatever. He's like, I have no fear. Ever since I went on this journey and met Dio, nothing has scared me. And it we get rules. like the flashback to when he sees it's when he saw Dio. He's like the first time I saw Dio. Yeah. Dio and his his alive bird. Dio and his alive bird. He's like I was terrified, and then I saw him again, and I had acid reflux. <laughs> Did you? This is maybe the first time that Dio actually does Littlefinger voice. He does. He's like, does, there's nothing does. to fear. Let's so Kakyoin canonically got like belly problems uh-huh. because he got scared of Dio, and then Dio gets right next to his. He's like, why don't we be friends? And that's what happened. Kakyoin did have a flesh bud, right? Uh, yeah, he did. Okay, so yeah, he must have injected him then. And he didn't like it. Is Pepto Brando anything? I mean, Tio Obama is, so why not? Yeah, alright. I'll allow it. So they're approaching a tunnel now. They're approaching a title. And this, like, game design sucks. 
It's because, not the way that my sort of Super Nintendo F-Zero experience was, but I guess that's why it's F-Mega. Oh, I do have to mention that Joseph keeps calling the cars machines. He's right. like, Kakyorin's machine is behind, which is good. <laughs> um, so then they're, like, approaching... I guess the track, like, splits, and there's a big tunnel in the middle. And apparently whoever goes through the tunnel first gets, like, a double speed boost for the rest of the race. Yeah, no doubt. Which is, like... That's fine if you're gonna have like red shells and booze and <laughs> bullet bills and stuff. Like, yeah, it's because kind of up the un- opposite of the way that game design should be. Up until now, it seemed like we're just two racers on a track, but then they start throwing like Darby the gamer gets the star and he just blasts through it. Yeah, it, and it also gets more buck wild after that. It does. Oh my god, I don't have all the specific details on that, but. If, okay, so anyways, so when, like when does the we'll cut we'll stop at when does the first episode actually end? Like I don't remember. So it, we're get, we're almost there. So okay. Kakyoin has a little bit less power, so like you can't push ahead of Darby to get in front of the tunnel. Yeah, so this he, game has a speed meter and a power meter, which apparently like we don't know how it recharges if it's over time or with like pickups, but it happens somehow. Yeah. Also, I do just want to say on a side note that like Part of why I've liked the language of, like, oh, uh, fucking Oingo retires is because I was introduced to that in F-Zero when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, the only other time, like, when you when you fall off the track or your car explodes, it's like, player retired. I think even earlier in this episode, Darby's like, you made my older brother retire beyond repair or uh-huh. something. Like- <laughs> it's so four kids. I love it. Uh-huh. But meanwhile, people's, like, arms are getting exploded and they're guts are ripped out i right. mean it's censored yeah so. i don't know what's going on back there mm. so he um Kakyoin, uh there's only it's only like one car length to get through the tunnel so kakyoin just sort of tilts his car so that he can start driving on the wall and roof and joseph loses his fucking mind it's the sickest shit joseph has ever seen yeah i love kakyoin the gamer because he now he's a gamer he's an artist and he's a cool jock with sunglasses like like i he's probably a better gamer than he is an artist I mean, if he knows fucking F Megatrix, like, I would I would accept having Hierophant Green as my stand if I also got Kakyoin's cool gamer powers. What if uh it's too bad Kakyoin took his glasses off because they could have been like those gunner optics glasses that like enhance your gaming oh, skills. Oh fuck yeah. Like if the tint changed on them and they got like amber colored. Mm. That would be so good. I would like it. So then there's then there's they're a part of this tunnel where they have to drive through complete darkness for like a full minute. So they drive, so the tunnel, it's a long tunnel that only is like a single file, like there's only room for one car. And they're driving on the ceiling and the walls. And then there's all these rules of the tunnel, like it goes into complete darkness. At one point, a fucking cannon fires. There's like spikes and like blades spinning around and it's in the darkness. They're playing I Want to Be the Guy and then they get out of the tunnel because they they all do it perfectly. Um, And then Kakyoin is like a length behind as they emerge through the tunnel and that's the whole episode. It's a good episode. It's a really good episode. I was really like, how are they going to resolve this in only two episodes? And the answer is they won't. They won't. They still have to play Oh, That's a Baseball. Yeah. I was really like, you know, usually I watch the episode the night before, like Mm -hmm. we record. Um, Probably going to watch the next ones like tomorrow. We're doing three. So the whole like miasma of the void saga, like that's what we're doing. Good. Um... And yeah, I what I usually do is I watch one the night before and one the day of, just okay. so it's like fresh in my mind. I watched both yesterday. Nice. Like as me and Kim, we saw, we always oh, saw the horny fish movie, and it was really good. It was really good and really horny, and I liked it. Did you see the thing in P Got Chat about how my mom didn't like it? No. So she uh, posted something. Let me get her exact uh, exact commentary here, like. Just the fact that this movie and my mom exist even on the same plane of existence is, like, unfathomable to me. <laughs> and the fact that they, like, somehow crossed paths is, like... Sure. Um, hi, so so this is what she sends me. Some, it says, 11, 19 a.m., out of nowhere. Hi, son. I started watching some crazy movie last night, Shape of the Water. And as stupid as it was, I became intrigued. Next thing I knew, it was 1 a.m., have a very good day. <laughs> so there's no way I cannot respond to this. Of course not. So I do. And I don't I don't have my response saved because it probably wasn't funny. But yeah. she says, it definitely had me keep watching, but it really was not a good movie. 
It what? just had me what <laughs> It it just had me wondering what's next, period. The end had me all what I'm glad I didn't pay to go see it. Crying laughing emoji. I don't want to spoil what happens at the end because I want people to go see the movie, but it's good. It's how do you see that and be like, "This sucks." It's the ulti- <laughs> like, how it's do you, the ultimate how do you, yes and movie. How do you it, how do you stick around to the end of that movie and then you're like, "This is a bit too much for me." Yeah, fish don't like eggs. I'm out of here. <laughs> he ate it with the shell too. Disgusting. <laughs> what a fucking this- creep. This reads like one of those reviews that it's like the text, like she would review it. I'd be like, so if you had to give it a grade out of 10, she'd be like 8.5. <laughs> too much water. Too much, too much water. Didn't like it. Yeah. Actually, not enough water. It's called shape of water. Not enough water in it for me. Yeah, folks. I, yeah. What is the shape of water? Is it dick shaped, folks? Folks? We've had folks. a lot of fun here tonight. We- <laughs> Did you see that there's a dildo maker that made uh, a, a replica of what they think the fish's dick is? I did see it, um, and I liked it. I said, yeah, it probably could look like I that. said, yeah, and then I think they're releasing, like, ten of them before the Oscars are released, so. <laughs> it would be so good if there was, like, a funny comedy mix-up and the Oscars shipment and the fish dildo shipment got, like, swapped. Right, and then, like, all like all the horny fish likers get a bunch of Oscars, and they all say, best picture, the post on it. And it's probably for the best. Like, if if Guillermo del Toro wins, like, best director, and they give him the fish dildo, he'll love it. He'll love it. Please let him win. <laughs> I want him to win so bad. He deserves it. At least give Jordan Peele the fish dildo, you know? Yeah. I, I saw some Onion article, and it was like, man who saw one movie this year thinks it should win the Oscar. Wow. Is, and damn, if that ain't me. me. <laughs> I don't need to wish that was me, because it is. <laughs> I've seen two and a half of the movies, and I think that two of them should win. Oh, I also saw Get Out. So Yeah, I saw Get Out in the Shape of Water, and I saw the first half of the post, and then I said, uh-uh, and left. Oh, God. If the, 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 do you think the post could win? I don't want the post to win. It, like, it can't. It just can't. It would be so, like, something that would happen, though. It has fucking, fucking, uh... Bob Odenkirk and David Cross on it, and it's still the most bland, boring, like, humorless shit in the world. You gotta do the news. There are, like, eight discrete scenes, I'm not kidding, of Meryl Streep walking into different boardrooms that are all, like, filled with men. Different boardrooms, mm-hmm. different men. But her just, like, walking in and all of them, like, a hush going over the like, entire Like, hush, room. and, they, and it's framed so you see all the men at the table, and, like, they turn and look at her, and then she's like, my, or however... Whenever I don't know anything about it. Yeah, that's exactly what Meryl Streep sounds like. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stars and garters. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's check in with the Speedwagon Foundation. Yeah, let's do it. Patreon.com slash post Game of Thrones. Uh, at the five dollar level, you can get a shout out in an episode, or you can send us a message. Which guess what? Got another one this week. God damn it! Are you? Is it finally one for you? No. <laughs> I think you'll like this one better, though. Okay. Uh, you get a shout-out, and you send in a message, and we'll read it. And at $10, you get special user status in Discord and fun stuff when we do video game stream. I will pay somebody $5 a month to make Eddie say a goddamn thing even once. Here's... Well, you, well okay. Give this one a shot. I'm going to okay, send it in, yeah. this, in the Skype. Clear minds, this, full hearts, can't lose. Skype chat. Okay. So here you go. When, you, when you're ready. Oh, okay. Um... <clears throat> I, Brooks Oglesby, am the number... Oh, sorry, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, the there, other there was, there was, there was the, the prologue. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I, Brooks Oglesby, am the number one Iggy hater. He gives all dogs a bad name, and I wish the movie A Dog's Purpose was about him so that I could watch him die over and over again. What if Polnareff farted on Iggy's face? I would love it. I'm glad a bird attacked you, Iggy. Retire, bitch. Uh, all wrongs have been righted. You're welcome. Love Jurgenit's very own Jordan Canning. It's not bad that I said bitch because I was paid to say it. Hey, it, we have kind of a like sibling rivalry here. Yeah, <laughs> which one? Which one of the Canning siblings can give us more money? <laughs> I'm hey. So, the hey, longer it's anyone's the game. <laughs> if you want to give us more money, we'll talk about Iggy forever. 
Yeah, Sam, I heard Jordan's going to send in a tenor this month. <laughs> going to up that the donation spot, huh? Uh. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, go listen to Jergen It. Um, it's about Secret Life of the American Teenager. It's good. It's not about Iggy, who is not good. Yeah, there's... there's I haven't seen every episode, but from what I understand, there's 100% less funny farting comedy dogs. Uh, we are going... So this week's... Wait. This user list is different than the one... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Fuck. Okay. Okay, I got the, the, the proper one. Uh, going up the list again of special users of the week. This week's special user, Wyatt. Weak and Teeth Wyatt. Hey, Wyatt, what's the show. Thank you for... To donate. Thanks, Wyatt. Um, thanks for all the good shit. Th- thanks for, and drawing the bad PP. Yeah, I mean it's it's good PP, but you know it's real. It really does jump right off the page. <laughs> Did oh. you have you seen the um the, the picture on Tumblr of the chair that's like please sit on me and it has a smiley face? Yeah, it's it's that, but also funny. Yeah, I mean. that's also sort of the similar funny thing. Yeah, it's good to see it. Yeah. I still you, need to fucking like I still need to hop on and get that fucking emotion with the mood emoji on it. It's very good. Check out the Pigot store listed in the uh, episode description. Yeah. Not a plug, just genuinely like that's a fucking good shirt. I yeah, need to I'm get not, it. I don't even I'm not even saying like buy some. I'm just saying like look at it and say that's good. And yeah, say it's good go to me it. and then yeah, it's good. Uh episode 2, Darby the Gamer part 2. So, uh this one starts with like what you hear a lot about JoJo, where they're like, actually, I got hit in the balls on purpose. <laughs> yeah. So they... It, it continues, like, immediately where the last episode left off, with them flying out the tunnel. Yeah. And Darby is in front. And then Kakyoin, he's like, oh, can't you tell? Like, I actually wanted you to be in front so I could knock you off course, because my machine has more power. <laughs> and he does the same, like, fidget spinner move that he did before. And he sends uh, Darby flying. But then Darby's like, actually, I wanted to come out in front with less power. So I used up all my power so you could send me flying so I could reach this other side of the track, like the Mario Kart Rainbow yeah, Road. Sonic Adventure 2 battle shortcut doing motherfucker. Yeah, he does the Rainbow Road shortcut and flies off the track and lands on the lower level. And then he's like way ahead. And then Kakyoin, all of the sweat loses, leaves his body at once and then his soul leaves. Yeah, he admits defeat immediately. Even though Jotaro's like, no, Kakyo, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, his soul leaves, and then Adam takes it out and puts it into the bad doll. It's not great to see. Yeah, and then he says, uh-uh, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I had to take a drink real quick. Yeah. And now this is the thing where like it kind of makes more sense, because now if Darby dies, so does Kakyoin. Mm-hmm. So so now they can't attack him because Kakyoin, even though, like, I guess they defeated the other Darby, like, mentally or whatever. And right. And like, yeah, they can't just murder him. Right. Um, so then, I, I forget if it's Darby or the stand, but it takes the Kakyoin, like, it takes him over to the cabinet, and you mm. think he's gonna, like, lock him up with all the other ones, but he just kind of pulls out a drawer and sits Kakyoin on it so yeah. he can, like, watch the rest of the gaming. It's nice. It's good. Um, also, Joseph wants to go next, which I love. Joseph wants to go next, but instead Jotaro does. And, um, I, I don't, like, I don't want to bury the lead, I just want to get to it, but does anything happen before he picks the game? Because I'm very excited to talk about the game. Um, the other, well, the other games that I saw on the, on the, on the, like, There was one that was called, like, it was, like, X-U-N-N-U-X or something. It looked like it said sex decks. Yeah, it was something like that. uh, And there was, like, a weird, like, goblin. It's a Pokedex with only low punny in it. There was, like, a Bubble Bobble Goblin on it. There was one that looked like it said Pac-Lady or Pac-Lady. Okay. Like a Pac-Man, but, like, a Mrs. Pac-Man thing. Like a lady one. Yeah. But then, yeah, anyways, we're burying the lead. Because the game Jotaro decides, he says, I challenge you to, oh, that's a baseball. And it's a baseball game. And it's Darby's best game. And And Darby says that that's the game he's the best at. Yeah, it's pretty fucking good. Um, so they plug it in, and uh, Joseph checks that it's not, there's no game shark, and then the same announcer from before comes back, and he says, oh, that's a baseball! Uh-huh. It's very good. Um, so they're like, first they have to pick their teams. Right. There's so, there's the Jaguars, the Firefoxes. Oh, the, the Jag, there's like the Bear Tears? The Bear Tears. 
the the fucking New Japan tag team, the Red Dragons, uh-huh. the Snow Falcons, and the Grey Cats. So Jotaro, he's like, I'm gonna pick the Jaguars, and then the announcer says Jaggers, uh huh, which is good. And then Darby picks Red Dragons, Red Dragon, Red Dragon. Um, and then there's a cool. This was it is like prototype switch hardware because yeah he's like oh you can draw how you want your players to look so they so he draws each character and all of darby's players look like his stand and all of jotaro's players look like star platinum yeah and this is the fucking this is my next note is eddie's special episode yeah as i mentioned last week i was like you're gonna think i like this one and then you're really yeah. gonna see why i like this one yeah and at first i was like oh yeah video games i know that eddie likes those and then there was a fucking team of nine discreet star platinums <laughs> in baseball uniforms and i was like oh, oh the jaguars yeah um so they start playing and uh jotaro says he'll bat first which if you ask me amateur move you always want to be the home team of bat course second. Uh, so, like, Darby's like, okay, my first pitcher is number 15, because that's my birthday. Uh-huh. And he pitches, and Jotaro, like, swings. He's just, like, tapping the A button. Yeah, he's just and doing, he, like, sw- which I used to always fucking do when I was, like, eight, playing backyard mm-hmm. baseball. It's very fun uh, to do practice swings. So this makes Joseph lose his mind. Yeah, Joseph's like, Jotaro, have you ever played a video game before? See, basically, is calling Jotaro casual. Yeah, like, Jotaro nonstop. literally says... Whatever, I know the rules of baseball, and I'll figure out the controls as I go. Yeah, and then, so that makes Joseph even more mad. He's like, what? How can you do this? Like, your friend's soul is on the line. And Joseph's like, in a time like this, you should be supportive. (laughs) You should be like, hey, Jotaro, you can do it. Yeah. It's so good. Also, like, fucking... What Jotaro is doing is the most villainous thing that anybody has done on Stardust Crusaders so far. Because... If he also becomes a doll, he leaves Joseph with, like, Abdal, who's fine, but also Polnareff and Iggy. And Joseph would have to play a video game. Right. Which he's never done. I... What kind of console do you think Joseph would be into? He would have, like, an Atari, like a 2600 or something. I don't like, know. Probably... I think I think Caesar would buy him, like, one of the new ones. And like... oh, he, has, he, he has a Super Famicom. No, here's okay. This is okay. So they would. So Joseph, after he, after Joseph single-handedly kills Dio with his bare hands, he's gonna go to, go back to his Italian villa with Caesar. And Caesar's like, "Oh, congratulations! You're back. Sorry, I couldn't come help. Um, I bought you this. I bought you this new uh, Xbox One. And um, <laughs> there's this cool new game on it, and it's called Wolfenstein, and it's in- introduced some really cool <laughs> new ideas for me, and you should play it. And then they both play it, and they're like, this is good. I like doing this. And that's the it's story. Good. I like doing this. I don't have any memory of why I wouldn't like this. Yeah. <laughs> of any of it that would be challenging to me. Yeah. And that's um, what happened. So the next note I have here is someone says, when it comes to video games, Jotaro is indeed an amateur. <laughs> that could have been anyone. Yeah, I don't remember. They, they, everyone was thinking it. But, um... They do... It's like a couple more pitches that Jotaro's, like, really bad at now. And I think this is when it happens. Jotaro's like, hmm. Uh, I, th- I think I learned how to hit. Yeah, I've pretty much learned how to bat now. Yeah, and Darby, like, loses his mind. He's like, what did you say? You just learned how? Like, how is that possible? Yeah, it's it, they, he, at this point, it's two outs and two strikes. Of the first inning. Yeah. And Jotaro hits a big home run, and I was so mad because they're clearly using wooden bats, and it makes a big metal bat clang. Oh, uh, yeah, I, didn't I, like... Like, I like the, the Rusty's Real Deal Baseball sort of clang. It sounds good, but it was they should have, you know... Come on, if you have graphics this good, at least get the bat accurate. Yeah, I agree. Wait. Uh, I also want to point out that Star Platinum hasn't done anything yet. Like... We hit a home run. Star Plat, well, in game, like actual Star Plat, oh, hasn't yeah. done anything. Yeah, he just watching. Be- be- that's because Darby is like, oh, you must be cheating with your stand or something. Like I know Star Platinum is precise, but like he hasn't. It's just Jotaro. He's like, I learned how to play video games. Yeah, I love it. And he, and he does it. Um, and Joseph loses his fucking mind. He loves baseball and he loves home runs. Home runs. He's like, it's fair. Like, yeah, Joseph, it was a home run to center field. <laughs> like there was no chance it was going foul. We, I think we got an ask about someone who didn't know the rules to baseball. Oh, so good. this must have been fucking incomprehensible. Yeah, I, I like my little league ass was like, yes, I understand this. I, I understand baseball still. Like they said, like mercy rule applies, and I was like, oh yes, the thing that mercy, happened to me. Constantly. Mercy rule is in Japanese base in like the professional league. They do have a mercy rule. Good. 
So baseball, if you haven't played it, you get three outs. You get to hit the ball. Three strikes, and you're out. Four balls, and you walk. And there's three bases and a home run. And that's pretty much it. And there's, and there's like, a ground rule double and, like, the infield fly rule. Yeah, there's also a bunch of stupid bullshit that, like, complicates it. You know any other baseball terms, Kim? Um, holding. Holding is football. What's it called when there's two people on base and you get a home run? A two-person home run? A two-person home run, as Kim calls it. <laughs> is that what it's yeah. Where's the mistake? It's, I mean, it's true. Well, if there's two people on base, it would be a three-person home run. Because mm. the batter counts, too. Ah, so, there's my mistake. There's, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, then we get the story of how, like, younger Darby was 15 and older Darby, who would be 25 at the time, hit on his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, and I beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I guess this was this was to show that, like, um, my brother can't challenge me. Yeah, which is nice. Or that their relationship isn't good or whatever. But I guess it's the whole thing was like, I won't give up. Now, I have a baseball question. Know. Yeah. Is a fork ball a thing? A fork, um... Is it like a knuckleball? It's, no, I I could be wrong about this, but for a while, maybe still in Japan, a fork ball is the term they use for, like, what, a, we, a we would call, what we would call a breaking ball. So, like, anything that's not a fastball could be called a fork ball. Fastball is a ball you throw very hard, very fast, very straight. Right. So we would call it a breaking ball, which is a ball that, like, a slider or a curveball that, like, does a move, but is slower. Okay. So fork ball just means there's, like, movement on it. So, yeah, so now when Darby switches pitchers, and he can only throw fastballs, but either a straight fastball or a fork ball. So, yeah, so we get into the, the Darby's, um, like, player-pitcher select. And, folks, we have, folks. Like, a super... <laughs> Folks, we have a super fighting baseball scenario on our hands. Because Folks, we're running names, long today. We got a lot to discuss. We have to get into both the names and the stats of these super fighting baseball players. You have, I'm, I'm sure you have it. Yeah, I have. The, I have a screenshot ready. Great. So we get a, a glimpse of this uh, bullpen, which is where the pitchers live. The current pitcher, number fifteen, starting pitcher Bruce Nipper. <laughs> um. So this seemed to be an exhibition game, but they have, like, season stats here for whatever reason. Sure. Uh, Bruce Nipper has two wins, one loss, and an ERA of 2.18. Very good. Yeah, the lower the, the lower your ERA, the better. Uh, he changes... So next up on the list is number 55, Oil Crown. <laughs> Oil Crown has been in one game, he has one loss, and his ERA is 27. So that's sort of the squiz pillion of, of this league, yeah. it sounds now, like. Now, Oil Crown is a relief pitcher. ERA stands for earned run average, which is an average of earned runs over nine innings. Right. So technically, if Oil Crown pitched one inning and gave up one run, that would make his ERA 27, because over nine innings. Right. Or, you know, whatever. Or if he got, like, blown out before he got the, whatever. So it's the first inning. And he says, I'll switch pitch number 15 for number 77, Jeff Woodward. Jeff Woodward is the closer. Right. Who is the pitcher you usually bring in when the game is almost over. Why? This closer has an... Because it's... The old way of thinking is, like, you end the game with your best guy because he gives you the best chance to win. But the new thinking, like, Sabermetrics is, like, you bring in your closer when you... Ha- is, like, the highest leverage situation because it's, like, if he's your best pitcher, he should do the best in, like, the highest pressure scenarios or whatever. Is that know? is that when Bartolo Colon would come in? Bartolo Colon would start the game and he would throw five innings and get blown the fuck out and everyone would clap because he was big. <laughs> he's big and fun. I like him. So the closer of this team, who is one of the best pitchers, has an ERA of 5.23. Not good. Mm. Also, he brings the closer in with two outs in the first inning of the game. Right. Uh, now that I got that in my system, the two <laughs> remaining players on this uh, team are Wes Whopper mm-hmm. and Jay Sambite. <laughs> so, there you go. So yeah, those are the famous baseball players. Famous baseball players that everyone knows and loves. I don't know if we get to see Jotaro's team, but I hope we do, because I want to see more funny names that don't exist. Oh, yeah, the game's not over yet. I forgot. Game's not over yet, yeah. And then, um, so Darby does this thing where he's like, I'm going to tell you what pitch I'm going to throw. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a fork ball, high and tight. Am I really going to do it or not? And then Jotaro strikes out. Which is very much the exact kind of bullshit that I used to do playing these kinds of games. <laughs> Because it's like, you you, have, you know, we usually don't have these fun Nintendo Switch screens in the 90s, folks. So, like, your fucking, like, pitching, like, target would always be on the same screen. 
So it's just like, don't, don't look at where I'm going to pitch because yeah. I might do a curveball. Am I going to? They gonna? have separate screens, so like you probably can't see where they're going to throw. Yeah, but like you know, like that. Oh, I thought you meant like a split screen and like PS One. It's like you can still look. Yeah. Um. So next, now the top of the ending's over, and then uh, Darby's team comes to bat. And apparently, there's a button in this game that just lets you call your shot, like your fucking Babe Ruth. Yeah. Remember the famous Babe Ruth quote: "This is my declaration that I will hit a home run." Yeah. Because Darby declares that. It's so weird that Araki would pass up a, sit- a situation to make a reference to fucking Babe Ruth. Uh-huh. Like, you'd think he would love it, but he doesn't even mention it. I figured Joseph would love it. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, my favorite American baseball player. Um. So is this one we're going to talk about it? About what? About Star Platinum having butt cheeks. I forgot about Star Platinum's Yeeks. It's all caps and it's all I've been able to think about because it's so... It changes a lot. So Star Plat- the, the other team is Star Platinum's, and he his Star- this pit Star Platinum pitcher has, like, a big wind-up, if you get know what I'm saying. Folks. <laughs> like, he... It's like he kicks his leg up and he turns his body completely away from the batter, and he just has two of the most beautiful... It looks like the big look- weights at the gym that you put on the bench press. Look at that bubble butt. Like, a clearly defined, like, booty crack. And just two perfectly supple cheeks. Yeah, and it's... it's, It looked like he was smuggling two... You can't see the discreet crack. He was smuggling two loaves of bread in his shorts. (laughs) Cause God. Uh Uh-huh. So... It's a lot. This means that he has cheeks and a crack, which means that Star Platinum has anatomical features. Because what does Star, doesn't Star Platinum, what does he usually have? It's like a cloth, like a loincloth or something. Right. right? Like but, some type of, like, weight. It covers, like, most of his upper legs. Isn't it, like, a but, thing that, like, baseball players have, like, good bubble butts? Isn't that, like, a thing that people like about it? Yeah, they can. Like, the uniforms are flattering? It's like how yeah. people who are into really big shoulders like football? It depends, because some baseball guys look like shit. I, I like when they wear, like, the really long socks. So yeah, I, like I think it. that's cool. Like it looks old timey, and I like it. So I don't. Some wanna... guys wear like super baggy uniforms, and they look like shit. So right, the fucking Yankees. Tell me about it. <laughs> so let's not get lost in the weeds. So when Jotaro gets diarrhea, does Star Platinum get it too? Since he has a butt. Um. Well, Jotaro never gets diarrhea. Why not? He's like a perfect physical specimen. Only fake Jotaro gets diarrhea. Okay, so. When Jotaro fucks, does Star Platinum fuck with him? Yes. You, like, he definitely does and, like, helps somehow. Starfinger. Nice. Am I right? Folks. I am imagining, like, a funny Jotaro sex scene, and he's like, ah, where, as Jotaro says, he's like, we're about to reach the climax. That's pretty good. It's pretty good, right? And then he says, aura, aura, aura. I just think Jotaro's gonna get diarrhea eventually. If it was was Jon Snow and his aunt, he would say, oral, oral, oral. That is what he would say. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. But it would would be, like, muffled. For obvious reasons. Anyway, Jotaro get diarrhea. (laughs) Jotaro go on diarrhea. (laughs) Uh, Hey... Jotaro gets, because it was because he was looking at Star Platinum's butt cheeks so hard, he starts sweating. <laughs> yeah, me too. And, and he takes off his hat and, like, puts it on top of the the TV. Right. And jo- Joseph is like, what are you doing that for? Are you scared? And he's like, no, I'm just sweating very just hard sweating. because I'm looking at Star Platinum's sexy ass. <laughs> I've never seen it under the cloth before. Mm-hmm. The cloth was my for god. my protection. Oh my god, what have we done? <laughs> And then the episode ends with Jotaro being like, I'm also going to say the names, but I'm going to pitch. I do think it's funny that, okay, so, like, the first time that Jotaro tries to fucking, like, pitch, he does also the thing that I did when I was eight, which is just aim for the fucking batter every time. Yeah. And it's like, there's he would have had to read my mind if he knows that I'm going to fucking peg Adam with the ball. Oh, yeah, he, Jotaro aims it directly at the batter, but the batter, like, leans back. He does, like, a Matrix dodge and hits a home run. Yes, and then so, he like, does he it two other times, happen. and then yeah. it's... 
Fucking Jotaro's like, I'm going to give you a straight high pitch to the outside, and then the stand's eyes fucking light up, and then it says, sorry, Brooks, that's all you get this week. Mm-hmm. That's it. I forgot that happens. But hey, you get three next week, so... Yeah, I get Mr. Cool Ice next week. Mr. Cool Ice. The end of this, and the... And I, I probably the whole Mr. Cool Ice thing, if I'm... If my calculations are correct. Something cool about the preview, I don't know the context yet, but... Mm-hmm. So, like, Jotaro's playing a fun baseball video game. And at one point, Jotaro says, it's not cheating if you don't get caught, which is Joseph's shit. Yeah. Like, he's learning and respecting his old man. I love it. Also, we still don't know what Darby Stan does. No, so, we sure don't. Uh, One of the best moments in the whole series is next episode. Really? I think when I saw it, I saw it as like a clip on Tumblr, and I was like, maybe I should finally watch Judges with our Adventure. Oh, so it was your Coca-Cola cop moment. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Uh, questions. If you have a question, you can send us an... Huh? Oh, I was just... Oh, I thought... No, I... <laughs> no. Go ahead. If you have a question, you can I send us I was just thinking about Star Platinum's butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, it's very distracted. Uh, ask on Tumblr at yaddy-yaddy-boys.tumblr.com or email us at yaddy-yaddyboys at gmail.com. Usually, I watch the first episode and then I make a post that's like, hey, send us questions. Uh, astute fans will know I didn't do this this week because we already received many questions about this episode without Great. asking. Um, let's start with this one from Cosmemer, who asked, Okay. If this podcast were anthropomorphized into a sentient creature capable of possessing a stand, that stand would be Tia Obama, the most powerful <laughs> stand ever. Yeah. Not a threat, just a fact. The question is, what would Dio Obama's stand power be? I'm thinking it's a because it's Dio Obama, so right. it would be Dio stand plus Obama stand. Right. So what? I don't know so Dio the- stand, but some part of the stand would have to be maybe like it teleports you to like a secret prison, and ev- nobody really cares that you open the prison, and everybody still thinks that it's cool that you run the secret prison. If you uh, like your secret prison, uh, you can keep it. <laughs> And then that's what he says. And then he'll be like, "Hey, how do I get my friend out of your secret prison?" And then he says, "Oh, I'm trying." And that's all that you, that's all that you can hope for. He says, "I'm sorry, I have to go not be president anymore." <laughs> sorry, I have to make this enormous surveillance state and then give it to this racist game show host. <laughs> anyway, goodbye. Anyways, and then Dio stand is there too, and it's like, Dio, and Dio I can, I can make everything purple. Wow. <laughs> what if like we finally get to Dio and he's like you fools my stand is the most powerful of all it allows me to create anything and turn it into ice cream <laughs> like uh, you, yeah dude <laughs> you fools my boat is the stand <laughs> it's like oh what you already god damn it I called uh, that one fuck uh my all right, well, my monkey uh, is... That one, too? Ah, uh, uh, shit. Fuck. All right, well, I'll just get in my normal car. Don't be- And drive it. Uh, Dio... Uh, yeah. Sorry, bud. I, he spent so long trying to recover that he forgot he doesn't actually have a stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tumblr user Mike Dawson asked, Do you think Joseph is aware that Super Mario Brothers 2 is called Doki Doki Panic in Japan? Like... It's, I kind of like the idea of Joseph as, like, the secret gamer. Right, because, I mean, Kakyoin is, like, the out-gamer. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's stood up against discrimination against gamers, the worst kind of discrimination. So Joseph is a closeted gamer? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think so. Uh, that, yeah, sounds great. But on uh, the other hand, he doesn't know shit about cars. It's it's kind of a trade. He thinks he thinks they're machines, yeah. and that's why he he was like, "Give, I'll trade you this one million dollar car for four camels." He doesn't understand. <laughs> that's true. Like, he yeah. was like, "This big coffee maker for the four camels." I'm getting rid of this gross metal machine for something that spits everywhere. <laughs> Joseph would play twisted metal, and the guy that's like in the big wheel and rolling around was the only one that he thought was a car. Can I? Like, that's the only guy I picked, too, because he's a fucking man between two wheels, and his name is Axel. It's good. <laughs> uh, Anonymous asked, Matt, challenge Darby to Pokemon Go. I mean, he would. Can you, do you play Pokemon Go against people? 
I, I feel like that's a like a promise that they said that you'd be able to do eventually. That like they're they still haven't fixed the tracker, so like I'm sure it's on their list of things. And also, yeah. Matt and Matt is the only human, living or dead, who's played the game since 2016. Yeah. Remember Pokemon Go and how it was very hot for two weeks, and I walked around the park in a circle, and I was like, "Wow, there's a Squirtle," and then that was it. Yeah, and then they broke the tracker for no reason, and then said, "We're done here." And then they released Magikarp Jump, and I like that one better. <laughs> Uh, Roy Fuck Warlock of the show asked the question: You have to get a you have to get metal plate tattoos on your nose and chin or your sideburn area. Which do you choose? Probably my nose and chin. I don't know. I sideburns are really cool to me, mm-hmm. and I can't grow them. But they they would be like silver silvery metal. Yeah, but like from far away, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be like oh fucking oh, I didn't know Meatloaf was here, and I'd be like oh, that's just me. Oh, oh, part two. Also, when your boyfriend comes out of the hospital after, like, a week and immediately loses his soul, so you have to play Magic Gamer Baseball that you know fuck all about in order to get it back because he's the only person you've expressed any emotion for that wasn't ugh, and your grandpa calls you a casual. (laughs) Yeah, that sure did happen. Like, this seems like a bad dream premise. Yeah. Like, when you're like, I woke up, and I was late for class, and I had a test. It's like, I woke up and had to play baseball, and my grandpa said I was bad at it. Like, he just wagered his mom's soul on a game he didn't know how to play, like, two days ago. No, he's, he, hey, he worked last time. Yeah, like, it's a good thing that, like, Darby's mom didn't have triplets. <laughs> my name is Vanilla Ice, and I'm the third Darby brother. <laughs> I'm I'm Darby the Cooler. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, um, Jon Snow would get it on his sideburns. He would, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, Tumblr user Ted Theodore Logan Given his aunt tetanus. Asked, claim to be a pro gamer, dies anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Siberian Pine asked, me, a British idiot, what's baseball? Me, after listening to Eddie talk about the Mets and understanding literally nothing. Oh, that's a baseball. Oh, that's a baseball. <laughs> it 100% exactly is. That's me for the rest of my life. Anytime I, like, I drive past the Yankees training stadium every day for for work. Mm-hmm. And now every day for the rest of my life, I'm like, oh, that's a baseball. So the Mets are uh, shit. But yeah, I, they're, I, I say, like, there's a joke like, haha, the Mets are bad. The Mets are bad in such a way that's, like, incomprehensible. It's, like, not, it's not just like, oh, the Mets lost 90 games. It's like, the Mets, two years ago, went... Kim's, like, judging me. I'm not judging you. I'm waiting for you to pause. Okay. I'm paused. You're paused? Yeah. Let's go Eagles! Oh, yeah, Eagles Eagles on the Super Bowl. Let's go Eagles. Congratulations. They beat Tom Brady, so it's good. Yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. The yeah. Mets are so bad. On the road to victory. Hey, you doing the whole song? Fly, Eagles, fly. Score a touchdown. One, two, three, two, three. That's really how it goes? Get them low, okay. get them high, and watch our Eagles fly. Fly, Eagles, I, fly. They didn't think that they would ever actually get a chance to sing the song. E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> Was that like your football voice? Eagles! Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, the Red Sox are so bad that that Jimmy Fallon's far too short film career was dedicated to a movie about how the Red Sox are bad. Or, or fuck, that's the Red Sox. Fuck, that's a different team. Fuck, yeah. joke aborted. So, but the thing is, the Red Sox were like bad for a while. Like their whole thing was they didn't win the World Series for like a hundred years. The Mets, the last time they won it was 1986. But every time, it's like. This year, so two years ago, they got to the playoffs and they lost immediately in one game. Right. This year, they're basically rebuilding that same exact team. Like, the they lost players from that team and now they're like, we're bringing them back. Great. So, you know, like to lose again. Good. That's what's frustrating about them. Not that they just lose a lot, that they fucking... Ugh. They like, they, they're making no effort to be good. Yeah. Because the owners were caught in Bernie Madoff's fucking Ponzi scheme and owe millions of dollars, and they don't want to spend the money on the baseball team that they own, and no one is taking it away from them, and they just let them have it. I mean, who among us? <sighs> Tumblr user Deer King asked a question. This one says, what's up? My name's Iggy. I'm 19, and I never fucking learned how to read. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Darby the Younger being like fucking... 
Uh, the benefits of killing my brother would be that he would push me less. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he would hit on my child girlfriend less. Less. And uh, I'd get to play, oh, that's a baseball more. <laughs> anyway, that's the episode. Yeah. I can't believe we're so far into Stardust Crusaders. Um, it's good now. It's good now. It's very, the rest of it's very good. I have, so some of my, my meat, my meat space improv friends, um, they, they started watching Phantom Blood like three weeks ago. And, you know, I've been Mm -hmm. like, oh, you, you're going to meet my, like, my, like, my favorite character. He's like Joseph's fancy boyfriend soon. You got to keep watching. And they just passed me in three weeks. Uh huh. And I'm so, I'm so like, okay. Do they know you do a podcast about it? Yeah, they're like, I'm not going to listen to it. And I'm like, you shouldn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they know that. And like now they're like, I'm like, yeah, I know that there's a cool video game episode coming up. And now like they're the ones who are in power being like, oh, well, tell me where so you are. So when you um, like go to the next three episodes, just like click on them and do not read the descriptions. Yeah, I try not to because that has burned me in the past before. It just tells you what happens. Yeah, it doesn't so- tell you. It's not a preview. Yeah, it just literally tells you exactly what... It's not like Jotaro makes a decision. Yeah, it's it's Daenerys walks. So, like, the description for this episode, before you even watch it, it says, The battle for souls with Darby continues. Kakyoin challenged Darby to a race game, but ends up losing, and Darby steals his soul. Right. Like, it just tells you that. That's not it. That's not what a preview is. So, yeah, just click and, like, don't read it. Yeah, I will. And then full screen and then watch it. I was already distracted looking up what miasma meant. It's like like sm- like smoke. It's a cor- it's a highly unpleasant or unhealthy smell or vapor, which means that Iggy's gonna fart into the void, and it's gonna be very funny. It's gonna be so funny, dude. Magician's red lighting as farts is like a pretty good joke. I can't believe they passed that one up. And then like fucking Polnareff like produces some funny French cheese and then uses oh, silver cherry to cut it. It stinks so bad and he cuts the He cuts cheese. the cheese. Oh my god. And that's okay. the joke that everybody was waiting for when they were like, oh, this one's gonna be good. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks so much. Hey, next week's Splatfest is fucking It's fucking it's love versus <laughs> Love versus money. It's literally on my birthday. <laughs> and I'm going to be on the fucking front lines of love. Like, trying to kill Pearl in cold blood. I mean, Pearl would pick money. Yeah. Like, how I don't. How can they do that? They went from, like, what's better? Mayonnaise or ketchup? No, like, love or money, pick one. <laughs> that was definitely the worst Splatfest, because... Uh, the color of the mayonnaise ink was yeah. no good, folks. What what's, uh, what seems to be the problem? Mayonnaise-colored bends. I push miracle whips. Now that's good. <laughs> Are you uh, having problem? <laughs> don't get cucks. They have to hug. This is Yari Yari, boys. I'm not owned. You are. And Bye. Yeah. It's... I wish there was a way to find all the geeks and gamers in this podcast. In this, in this Dio's mansion. <laughs> bye bye we did it we're done forever